What's up, witches? Hi, I'm Claudia. And I'm Jess. And welcome to True Crime Coven. Hey, Claudia. Yeah, wait, hi. (laughs) (laughs) You've forgotten how to greet people. It's been so long. I mean, I, I saw people yesterday. It's not been that long since I greeted people. No, you just haven't seen... I feel like I haven't seen you for like... We ages. haven't. But how are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I mean, obviously things have been a bit weird recently. Mm. Um, weird is an understatement. Sad, yeah. sad recently. Yeah. But I did go on holiday uh, for a week. You had a and busy then, couple of weeks, didn't you? Holiday yeah. and... I went to Malta to see Bring Me the Horizon and Friends, as the festival was called. Nice. And then I stayed there for a few extra days and saw the catacombs and stuff. And then I went to another festival and got very drunk. Um, <laughs> As you do. Yeah. And then I had Ryan's funeral, which was sad, but very Ryan and very lovely. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's been busy. How are you? Yeah, I've been quite good. Just working. Had my brother's wedding. Oh, <laughs> I forgot that. <laughs> oh, and we obviously But it wasn't been... his real wedding. Well, it was, but it wasn't, wasn't it? Well, so they got married last year officially but obviously it was covid so they were only allowed like i think there was like 10 of us roughly at least you made the car wedding <laughs> i know <laughs> but yeah so they got officially married last year and then this year they had like the they had a blessing and they gave each other like obviously because it was their one year anniversary they gave each other paper uh, which is apparently a traditional thing. Yeah, yeah, it's the paper. I'm yeah. Sorry. So he gave her like a, this cute little rose in a jar, like made out of paper. It looked kind of like the Beauty and the Beast Yeah, one. that's what I was picturing. Yeah. And then she gave him a Pokemon card. <laughs> like a personalized Pokemon card, which sounds like, oh, he put all this thought into it. But if you know my brother, also that was the perfect gift Personalized Pokemon card. Pokemon cards are quite expensive. Yeah. Because you can get them of your pets. Yeah. And me and Mikey, we've got like, so there's like some Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh and other like card game ferret types and we've like collected a few of them because they're really cheap yeah. and we were like oh we could get actual personalized ones of each of the each of the ferrets yeah they're like 40 80 quid each like 40 to 80 and yeah. or like more maybe maybe i'm anyway they're, they're over lot. 40 quid each and i don't think i can justify spending that 200 quid almost because we've got four ferrets yeah <laughs> We've got some scary stories. <laughs> oh, another scary note. I can't fit into my scrubs anymore. Oh, <laughs> so I'm having That's extra large, you get extra large scrub babies. trousers. I had to put on today. Not even large, <laughs> extra large. And scrub trousers aren't comfy. They're not no, elasticated. They're not. Yeah, they are not. That's why I had to go for the extra large because I wanted them to be baggy. I could put the large on, but I wanted them to be like baggy because mm. it was hot. Anyway, ghost stories. Woo. Are you ready? Woo. We're still on the Reddit stories, but we are running thin. So please, if you have a ghost story. This is a plea. Send it in. We don't want to have to revert My dad sent in another story, he said. Yeah. I think there's three that are like emails. No, four that are actual emails. So they're going to be the next ones. But I think this is the last bit of the Reddit. People. Reddit ones. Don't let us down. Yeah, we don't want to have to rely on Reddit again. I mean, Reddit has come through for us in our time of need. Let's not bullshit. Let's not bullshit. Let's not shit talk Reddit. Yeah, like it has been really helpful, but we would love more listener interaction. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready for the first ghost story? Yeah. So this was from the Reddit handle. It's going to kind of annoy you as soon as I say it. Are you ready? Okay. You can see your nose. No, it doesn't annoy me. No. I've got a big nose. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. So, 
Sometimes it's always like one of those things that when you say it, you're like, oh yeah, I can see my nose. I always go cross-eyed. Yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so just a friendly reminder, you can always see your nose. Yeah. I have a ghost story. My mum has had a similar experience, but at a different time. My mum's master bathroom always had a strange vibe to it. The house was built in the 90s, so I didn't think it could possibly be haunted. One day, I heard my mum slam her bathroom door and I ran into her room to check she was okay. When I entered, she looked white in the face. I asked her what had happened. She gave me a worried look, kept silent for a moment, and then she replied that she thought she'd seen a mouse. I decided to go and look in there for her, and after turning on the lights and looking around, I couldn't find anything, so I forgot about it. A few months later, I went to take a shower in my mum's bathroom. This was a normal day for me, as I don't like sharing a bathroom with my brothers. My mum's bathroom had two mirrors on each wall of the corner of the tub, which reflected off each other. So if you were standing in the doorway and someone was in the bath, you would be able to see them reflected in the mirror as well as in the tub. When I entered my mum's bathroom, all the lights were off. As I opened the door and turned on the lights, I saw a lady with long hair standing in the bath. She was covered in blood and she had no reflection. I screamed and ran to get my mum and when she came to check it out, the bathroom was empty. My mum turned to me, looking ghostly white again, as she had on the day that I heard her slam the door, and she asked me what the lady had looked like. I told her it was an old lady, and she was, but before I could finish, my mum interrupted and finished. She was covered in blood. I froze in fear and looked around the bathroom to check if the lady was there, but there was no sign of her, or that she'd even been there. My mum looked shaken and told me she'd seen the same lady. Since her sighting, she'd always kept the door of her bathroom closed. We spoke some more about it, and once we'd both gotten over the shock, my mum told me that she thinks her bathtub is a portal or something, because myself and her keep seeing and hearing things in that same bath. Obviously, we wanted to move, but due to circumstances, we actually ended up living there for 10 more years. We don't live there anymore, but we do live in a house built in the 1890s. It's nice and quiet, and nothing sinister ever happens here. But I do have a lot of stories about the old house. Send them in. I know. The problem is, is this is a Reddit user, so I'm not sure they're an actual listener. It'd be nice if they did listen. But you could me- you could message them. message them. I could message them. Yeah, I mean, so I don't think the bathtub was the portal, is what I'm going to say. I think, I think the, the area the could area. be the portal. Also, I think with the mirrors reflecting into each other as I well. I think that's meant to be not a good thing to do. Hmm. I definitely have it in my house, so it's whatever. Oh, really? Because I'm imagining it like the corner, yeah. a mirror on each corner, and then the bathroom. Also, I would hate that anyway, because I don't want to see myself naked in the shower. <sighs> yeah, also, yeah. I do think I have read somewhere or heard somewhere that you there's like a few, I mean, if you believe in portals, there's a few things that are meant to like set them up. One okay. is like living near water, because water's, well, I don't know if that sets up a portal, but water's meant to be something that is quite often in hauntings i think it's like something to do with paranormal activity yeah the other thing is yeah mirrors facing into each other i think is meant to be a no-no okay and also having a front door that opens and then when you can see through your front door you can see through to the back of your house and the back door oh okay which you can almost in mind but not quite yeah okay so i mean it's funny how it all revolves around like like water can be quite reflective mm. and like obviously mirrors are reflective and only the doors aren't reflective but it's like it's an opening. In and out. yeah 
and you could see like where you would enter and exit so yeah so i would say maybe if you just removed a mirror or just put tiles up well because even if you've got two mirrors and the running water so you've got two elements there and you can see through the door so although it's not a direct seeing through from the front to the back of the house it's you open the door but you can see I don't think the door was linked. No. But I just think if they maybe got rid of one of the mirrors, they could have got rid of old... Um... Mm. Also, I have to say, I find bathrooms quite terrifying sometimes. Yeah. I always think, you know, when you go into a hotel bathroom, they've always got the curtain up. Yeah. I always just think of Psycho, like straight away. Like... But also, I just find, I think because bathrooms are quite like, omin- they're not ominous. But I know like, what you mean. They're though. quiet and like dripping noises. And yeah. I think there's the whole thing of like in the bathroom, obviously you wash your face, you cover your eyes and then you always feel like you're when you very look in the vulnerable mirror, as well, aren't you? Yeah, that's a good point. Like you've always got yeah. something out. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you don't want to die on the toilet. Like, Yeah, bathrooms are, are scary places, um, I think. And Also, then, they are using horror films quite a lot. Yeah. Anyway, there's lots of yeah, like... Yeah, there's like you've got obviously Psycho. psycho yeah. You've got... Have you seen yeah, you've got Lime on Elm Street. You've got What Lies Beneath. You've have you got seen Thirteen Ghosts. Mirrors as well. There's a bit where she's in the bath and her reflection stays in the mirror. The I conjuring, think- like you know, when you like they push the mirror, the door closed, and there's something behind them. Yeah, there's writing lot- on the mirrors. So yeah, yeah, bathrooms are definitely a good trope because there's mirrors and because you're vulnerable and yeah. because you look down and then you look back up into a mirror in the way you don't in other things. Yeah, in other places. Well, um, thank you for that story. But yeah, yeah no, um, no, it was a really good story. That slightly terrified me. Yeah, same. <laughs> okay, are you ready for the next next story? I actually remember typing this one out and it's actually quite scary. Oh, um, okay. It is. This story was sent in by another Reddit user. I'm not quite sure how to pronounce it, but I think it's Oluwale0973. So thank you for your story. Thank you. I've had a lot of paranormal experiences and encounters, but I think the scariest by far was when I was a kid growing up in New Jersey. The apartment me, my mum and my sisters used to live in was definitely haunted, but of course, my mother didn't believe me. One night, my cousin and my aunt came over for a sleepover, and after the normal routine of having dinner, brushing our teeth and washing our face, we were all ready to get into bed and lie down for the night. I thought, this is great, my cousin's here. I will finally be able to sleep through the night, as soon as he drifted off to sleep, I could hear a yelling coming from outside my window as if someone was trying to break in. Now, you might not think this is too crazy for an apartment in New Jersey, but we lived on the third floor. I was so scared, I jumped up and ran over to where my cousin was sleeping and climbed into bed with him, and I threw the covers over my head. At this point, it was roughly about 2am. I suddenly heard my window slide up and open and heavy feet hit the ground with a foot. I can hear who, or whatever is in my room, walk over to my now empty bed and falls. It then turns and starts walking to the bed with me and my cousin in. I peek out from under the covers, and I'm so close to the door, I would be able to run to my mum's room for safety. But I don't want to leave my cousin on his own with this thing in my room. So I stayed and tried to wake him up. But he kept sleeping soundly next to me. The walking stopped as the thing got to our bed. I could feel heavy breathing and pressure over my legs. I tried to pull the blanket further over my face, but I could feel his fingers tracing over my face, like whatever it was was trying to play with me. I tried to hold the covers extended out front of my face away from me, but still covering my head. And then again, 
it started tracing me. However, this time I could see a finger moving back and forth and up and down. At this point, I'd had enough and I thought maybe I could tap it under the covers and rolls for it. I don't know what came over me, but I knew I had to get out. I took a deep breath and summoned all of my courage and threw back the covers. As I did, I realised my room was suddenly stunning, like it was mid-morning around 9am. I could hear my mum in the kitchen cooking and laughing with my aunt, and my cousin wasn't in bed with me anymore. He was somehow in my bed. I don't remember him getting up and moving at all, and he wouldn't wake up when I was trying to wake him, but he had all of a sudden teleported into another bed. I don't understand where those seven hours went, as it was dark when I got in to bed. I know I didn't imagine it though, as when I got up and out of bed, my room was freezing because the window was still open, and I know for a fact that it was cold before we went to bed. I never managed to get much sleep as a kid because of things like this. Ooh. Yeah. The the time lapse or time or loss of time or whatever you want to call it is pretty it's, odd. It's strange, isn't it? Because I'm inclined to say they just fell asleep, but then the fact that the, like I, it sounds like a bad dream, doesn't it? Yeah. Like like a nightmare really. Like you're feeling something in your room with you. Yeah, and it, and then it sounds like they got into the bed and like their cousin didn't wake up and then their cousin woke up by chance in the middle of the night and was like squashed or something. Was like oh I'm going yeah. to go to bed. Yeah. But then I don't want to downplay it that much because like it is a bit like if it, it's obviously not the first thing they've experienced. Yeah, yeah, and the fact that they couldn't wake their cousin up and they don't like. I feel like even if you don't remember falling asleep, you realise you've fallen asleep. Like, it's not like yeah. you suddenly throw the covers off yourself and it's day. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah, like, you... I think it could be explained away by, like, a night terror or something, but I'm I'm intrigued to see what the other stories would be in terms of knowing if that was a pattern and perhaps it was night terrors, but then... I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, I. it's funny that it would be a night terror as well, like, just to play, like, the other side of it, because they were obviously less worried about going to sleep with their cousin in the room, because they were. They said it's good that their cousin's there, because they felt safer with them in the room. Yeah. And you think if you felt safer, you wouldn't have the night terror. I don't know much. what causes a night terror, though, no. because it's a bit like sleepwalking happens yeah. no matter what and right, stuff, so. Stress and fear all like something that plays into it maybe but then if it's just to do with your brain i i actually know i have no idea what causes yeah. sleepwalking but if it's to do with something to do with brain waves or um your body not being i don't know but if it's to do with your i would assume it's to do with your brain because everything is yeah oh god yeah. that's a really intelligent sentence um i know i knew what you had no then i suppose there's not much that would maybe change it because it's not going to change the waves in your brain? Yeah. Mm, maybe. Yeah. Well, either, either way, it's, it's, it's freaky. It is a creepy story, isn't it? Yeah, you know, you just realise you don't know anything um, that would cause... Yeah, like, I, I'm just now noticing that, like, I know nothing about sleep conditions. Yeah, literally. Despite being an insomniac for most of my life, though, I would say I'm not anymore. Oh, really? Mm. It's getting better night's sleep? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. 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 Are you ready for the next story on that note? Let's get ready, ready, let's get ready, ready, let's get ready to be spooked. Ooh, <laughs> I like the remix. <laughs>
Again, we've got another Reddit user, so thank you very much. So this one is, I think it's Len Kagelmine Simp. I'm a female who lives on a slight hill with a nice view and a few neighbours. It was around five or six in the morning and I was sitting peacefully watching the beautiful sunrise. Suddenly, all the lights in the direction I was looking started to flicker. Simultaneously, I heard movement from outside my door. I didn't have a lock on my bedroom door and I still lived with my parents at the time, so I was expecting one of my parents to barge in and tell me something. However, there was something eerie about this movement and the thing that was really bugging me is it was around 5.30 and everyone else was asleep. Anyway, the feeling passed and I settled back down as I could no longer hear the movement. I decided to record the sun rising as it was so beautiful, so I had the flicker and light on video. I decided to watch it back to make sure I hadn't been imagining things. And as I watched it back, something strange happened. In the recording, I could hear an odd static noise. One that I couldn't hear at the time of recording. The noise then went quiet and suddenly burst very loudly. It's not the biggest or scary story, but I feel like I wanted to share it with you. So, there was a static. Yeah. And then I think it like cut out and then came back really loudly Ooh. and then stopped again. I mean, devil's advocate, could it be faulty equipment? But then I suppose they would have said like, oh, and next time I turned on my camera, I heard it too. Like, well, they would have said it, they would have yeah, said it. Have, yeah, it would have been like, they would have been like, oh yeah, my camera's broken. And I don't know if they like recorded it on a phone or a camera, they haven't specified, so. Hmm, that's weird. Yeah. I always feel like hearing static is always like, it could be something creepy, but it also could just be like interference. Yeah, like but then could it be flown over? Like, but then could it be paranormal interference? Yeah. <laughs> so our last story is from Hev Leo twenty five. Oh, cool. So thank you. Thanks. I grew up in an extremely haunted house and had things happen in my life. Multiple incidences from small things like being watched hearing a man whispering in my ear to much larger things. I've seen a shadow of something with horns on its head on my wall. This is also backed up by my grandma, who told me she's seen the same thing coming into her room at night. My mother has had a few similar instances where she had woken up to a man standing over her bed. And while she was pregnant with me, she used to sleep in the pitch black. She was in the downstairs part of our house, which was a windowless cellar that had been converted into a living space. While living here, something crawled on the floor beside the bed and whispered her name. Another time, something physically got into bed with her and she felt it crawl over her and the weight and the weight shift from one side of the bed to the other. Other occurrences I have experienced is I thought someone or something had slammed the door upstairs in my house and took off galloping through the house. One time I managed to catch it on recording and you could hear whatever it was saying, I'm coming for you. Ooh. I've also woken in the night to see shadowy figures moving around the room and across the walls. I once awoke in the night and saw something standing over my baby's crib. When it saw me, it disappeared into a mist. My husband has also had experiences where he has woken up with a handprint and scratches on his chest. Me and him decided to attempt to save the house. We were young and had no idea what we were doing, so it obviously didn't work. And whilst we were performing the ritual, something knocked the stage out of his hand and he had the same handprint on his chest afterwards. My friend has also experienced seeing our cat in our house 
Unfortunately, the cat had sadly passed away a few years before and she saw it walking through a wall. I don't live in that house anymore, but I can still visit my grandma from time to time. And just recently, my mum saw something standing on the downstairs staircase, and I did too, on a different day when my mum wasn't there. My grandma lives alone there, so we don't talk about it much anymore. But there's also a recent story that she threw a ghost of a man who tried to kidnap her back in the 80s. And that's fairly cool. I feel like there's a lot, yeah. a lot of history in that house. Yeah, and I feel like things. it needs to be shared to us as well, like... Yeah, like, it sounds like they've kind of just summed up all, like, the big events. Yeah, that like, happened. I want more. I know, like, I was like, I thought like she's going into a story. I mean, I say she, I don't know, but she forever from there. Oh, you know, she's like, my, my baby and her husband. Could be a man. Could be a man. Um, but, yeah, imagine seeing something standing over your baby's grip. Yeah. And yeah. Then, like, scratching your husband's chest. And, like, I feel like she just started. Do they still live there? No, but I think oh, her uh, grandmother does. Mm. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm not sure when these stories are from and how old they are, but yeah. Do not like, do not want. <laughs> so, yeah, thank you. thanks, Jess, for bringing all those stories yeah, today. Thank you for listening, and thank you, Reddit, for coming through with our yeah, stories. Thanks for sending them in or commenting them or what, whatever. Well, I mean, yeah, whatever you did, whatever channel portal you went through. Oh, uh-huh. Looping it back in planned it um, but we do need some more stories so please send them in to us um, you can hear how to do so at the end of the episode yeah it's the <laughs> but for now guys stay spooky hey guys if you have a ghost story or a case suggestion please email us truecrimecovinpod at gmail.com you can also find us on Twitter at True Crime Coven or on Instagram and Facebook where we are at True Crime Coven Pot. Also, it would mean the absolute world to us if you could rate us wherever you're listening to this right now, be it Spotify, Apple Music, or if you're on YouTube, give us a little thumbs up, click that bell, get notifications yeah. every time we post. Subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts from. Make these two witches smile. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, witches. witches.